Hello, uh, welcome to this week's Moo Points podcast. I'm Dr. X. And I'm Sammy Mead. And today we're going to be talking about Nashville, which is a show we've been watching for four seasons now. A show with a fantastic premise, backdrop, amazing characters, and a show we love in a lot of ways, and we also feel has lost its way a little bit in recent seasons. But we just like to spend a little time discussing its ups and downs. So do you want to start with um, how we discovered the show and what the show is about? Yeah, sure. So basically we started watching this show after Friday Night Lights because um, Connie Britton was in it. So And we also heard that Hayden Panettiere was in it and we watched Heroes. So really the cast was what drew us in. Um, and we're also country music fans, which is what we the show are. is about. Um, basically the premise is a bunch of upcoming artists in Nashville uh, trying to get their big break. And some of them who are already famous, and just the drama that goes on with producing music. Yeah, when we we got a free download of the pilot on iTunes, I remember, and the pilot is really good. Basically, you have these two really really strong actors in Connie Britton and Hayden Panettiere, and they play um, kind of a classic country star who's getting a little older, and kind of a shiny new pop star who's kind of country but not in the traditional sense. And so, obviously, they hash it out over, you know, what, you know, is the, the young new thing going to replace the classic thing? And both of them are kind of insecure and really powerful and a little crazy and a little self-involved, um, but mesmerizing in their performances. Mm-hmm. And then the music is just fantastic in the pilot and in the continuing episodes of season one. So we were pulled in pretty immediately in the pilot, I'd say. Yeah, we were hooked. It's a lot of buildup. It's a lot of really good buildup. So yeah, what did we like about the show? Obviously the music. I think the music is one of the most consistently amazing things throughout all four seasons. Yes. And we actually did get to go to the Nashville concert last year Mm -hmm. in Phoenix, Arizona, funnily enough. Yes, it was incredible. We actually got to talk to the actor who plays Deacon and the two sisters. They play uh, Maddie and Daphne on the show. Um, and we also got to meet the girl who plays Maisie and Lennon. Grant. <laughs> Maisie and Lennon Stella, that's right. Yeah. Um, and we got to meet uh, the girl who plays um, Layla. Layla, Audrey Peoples, who was, she was so sweet. Yes. All of them were really, really sweet. And we we just love this cast. They're Really down to earth. They're funny on Twitter. They yeah, I feel, were so happy. Go ahead. Yeah, they're not. The show isn't like huge, so they're not super full of themselves, and they just kind yeah, of like they, appreciate yeah. the opportunity. And yeah, they're so happy to perform. Like you can see it when they perform. They're so happy, and also they sound just as good live as they do on the show. It's unbelievable how talented they are. Mm-hmm. Anyway, performers. so so yeah, the music is perfect, mm-hmm. and then. We also obviously appreciate the number of really strong and complex female characters on the show. Um, and there's a lot of moments that are that really are inspiring and awesome. Yeah. And the, I mean, the, the two main characters, I would say, are two female artists who are about to take over the whole country music scene, which is very feminist. Yeah. 
Yeah. And one of my favorite moments is, um, and we can play part of the clip for this, is when Rain is trying to get a new female artist to sign with her label. Um, I think this was in season three with Sadie Stone. And Sadie Stone has signed with Jeff Fordham's label. And she just kind of says, you don't want to do that. That label doesn't respect. It's kind of that label stands for the status quo of just like cowboy men on the country charts. There's only two women on the country charts now, which is actually true of real life as well as on the show. And what Raina's label represents is a diversity of, of females on the country charts and how there's a market for a Julia Barnes and a market for a Scarlett and a market for a Layla Grant and for a Raina and for a Sadie. So there doesn't know. just have to be one top female artist. Hey, listen, you don't want to be Raina James. You want to be the one and only Sadie Stone. And I believe that I can help you with that. Your fight is my fight. I want you on the radio because that means there's a place for me on the radio. That means there's a place for Juliet Barnes on the radio. That means there's a place for all these women in this town who are just trying to catch a break. Choose Highway 65. Choose me. So what are some of our other favorite top moments? Okay, I really like how the show, in some characters, um, develops them really beautifully. For example, Avery started out as like a huge jerk. He was really threatened by Scarlett's um, success. He left his band to sign by himself. Just like, biggest jerk. And then as it went on, he kind of like realized his place, became more supportive of um, Juliet at the time. And one of my favorite moments of the show was when they're on stage He's the guitarist for Juliet, and she kind of has a meltdown on stage when they're singing Trouble Is, and then he, like, starts singing with her. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Remember when when uh, Avery was dating Scarlett? Oh, my God. That was so long ago. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Yeah, he... No, that's very true. Um, in some characters, you actually do see a really, really nice arc of character development, Avery being a really good example. And then also Scarlett herself. She was so weak I guess and mm -hmm. just she didn't really have any she had all these dreams but wasn't really doing anything about them as a waitress at the bluebird yeah and now she's just so ambitious and powerful and gets what she wants and says what she wants it's mm -hmm. really awesome yeah I mean there's been ups and downs with that character for sure but but it's I think also she's... like a realistic transition she didn't just overnight become yes yeah I think they did a really good job with her yes her accent has become a little much in recent episodes. Yeah, it's but... just too much. <laughs> Nashville. What is it? Nashville. Nashville. No, I love her. She's fantastic. Love the new haircut. Yeah, seriously. She looks awesome. Yeah. And then and one of my favorite things about Scarlett also is her friendship with Deacon. They're adorable together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, also, yeah, the show also develop, develops characters but it also develops friendships as well. Like Scarlett yep. and Gunner's whole run. Yeah. I love where they're at right now. It's adorable. What? J just friends? Yeah. And uh, bandmates? Yeah, but like the way they talk to each other. Like one of my favorite quotes um, in the most recent episode was um, Gunner was like, I'm fine. And Scarlett like, are you sure? Because you seem highly irritated. <laughs> I thought that was great. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. 
there's also a pretty good character development arc with Will. Um, at least, you know, it was slow, but um, in these past few episodes, it's been really good with him really just being out and gay and still pursuing music and getting signed on Luke's label, who dropped him before, and uh, coming coming back to that one guy and getting him the beer or whatever. Yeah. That was pretty good. Ugh, I have honestly been praying for Will to be this way for like three and a half seasons. Yeah, yeah. it was a little slow. It was but way too slow. It was way too slow. Like, especially for 2016. Like, honestly, having just a conflict about somebody's sexuality be their main arc for four years is like a, a little much. Yeah. Like compared to other shows where it's like, oh well, that's totally fine in two episodes. Yeah. But still, it, I, so, it is a, a kind of a country music situation, and so it's more understandable, and it's mm-hmm. it's going pretty well now. Yeah, I was very proud of Will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, one of my, I, I would say my biggest problem with the show overall is that it takes way too long to solve problems. One of them being, you know, Will Will's coming out. That took way too long for me. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say that's my my biggest problem with the show, but absolutely, there's a lot of conflicts where the audience can see the resolution seasons before the characters get there. Right. Another example was um, Scarlet and Gunner looking for a roommate and a place to live, like in and knowing each one. other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or when um, Julie, we, I mean, we saw Juliet being signed to Raina's label like day one. Or day one of her having a label. But it was like, this whole thing of Raina needs a big star for her label. I wonder who that could be for like two seasons. Right. So, yeah, things like that are annoying. Um, Even romantic stuff like Dana, or sorry, Raina and Deacon, <laughs> who we knew was the OTP from like season two. I mean, episode yeah. two. And yeah. they just got married four years later. And I mean, same, honestly, same with uh, Scarlet and Deacon. I mean, oh my God, no. That'd be gross. Uh, Scarlet and Gunner. <laughs> Um, yeah. you know, we they, kind of the end game couples have been established all along and you still have to watch them go through these pointless relationships with characters you hate, like Luke. Ugh. I guess some people liked Luke, but like, really? Yeah. That guy sucked. Um, I'm and just Doctor really, guy. really hoping Javery is end game. Javery is obviously end game. I really hope so. It's not <laughs> That's looking the only right one now. that hasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah, I wouldn't say the slowness is my my big I'd say my my biggest problem with the show is that with the two main characters and kind of what they're supposed to represent how they were built in the first season, there hasn't been a payout. So what we're what we're seeing now is Reina really struggling to keep a record label together. She's not portrayed as a good business owner or record label runner. Mm-hmm. Um she signs a lot of failures. She messes up. She doesn't really provide her artists with the support they need. She has too much going on in her personal life, and she's not able to balance that with her work. So she's had, what, like Marcus, Sadie, this new homeless girl who just went missing. All of, Honestly, Juliet was kind of a fail. Like when most all of her, she really needs to focus on is Layla and Juliet. And Scarlett and Gunner. Yeah. She has these amazing artists, but she just drops the ball time and time again. I'm not one of those stars that's just going to retire because I had a baby. 
Taking care of yourself isn't retiring. The point is that I'm back, okay? In a big way. And I've been doing everything myself, and I don't feel like I've gotten any support from this label whatsoever. I can't. You can't, what, you can't give me what you promised, or? All I really want out of this show is Reyna crushing the country world, running the top label in the world, all of her artists succeeding, selling albums, working together. Like, that is good TV because it's music-related, it's empowering. I mean, sure, show some conflict, but don't show her failing time and time again at the thing we really just want to see her be good at. Right, I would... Enough. I don't want the battle to become to come from within. I want her to battle against other labels. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a huge disappointment. And then same with Juliet. It's like, okay, it's been four years. So we, when we started with her, she was very damaged, you know, very immature, insecure, lashed out against everyone, people who cared about her. And, you know, a hot mess, basically. And then four years later, it's like she starts to rebuild and then crashes and starts to rebuild and crashes. And she's pretty much in the same place as she was when we started. And again, we really just want to see these two powerhouse women crushing it. And we're not getting that mm -hmm. ever. I'd say, yeah. So I'd say that's my biggest problem with the show is there's no payout. We're still in it and, <laughs> and we're not getting what we want. Right. There needs to be new unique conflict like not the same stuff that has been happening since season one yeah and then another thing i think could be improved is we didn't i it wasn't that obvious in season one that this was just going to be a complete soap opera in terms of the things they throw at you like with the comas and the people falling off rooftop ledges and the extent of the even all the all alcoholics yeah, the, the alcoholism and drugs and it, the conflicts become a little bit ridiculous, especially because there's so much to mine out of the country music world. We love the backdrop, like we love Nashville and the music industry. And can you not think of enough conflict and story within the backdrop? Do you have to resort to a car crash that leads to a coma or uh, someone who's been sober for 14 years, like going back to alcoholism? You know, that like that kind of stuff has nothing to do with the thing we actually want to see, which is the music industry. Right. It's a complete soap opera trope mm -hmm. that they that they lean on heavily. And it's a, definitely a problem I have with the show. Yeah, I would agree with that. One of my yeah. favorite classic soap opera moments was when Maddie found out Deacon was her father. By Because they had literally just had her <laughs> birth certificate just hanging on the wall in their closet or something. <laughs> Come yep. on. Oh. <laughs> the coma was up there for me. Yeah. And also Jeff falling off the roof, the rooftop ledge. That was ridiculous. Yeah. Speaking of that, can we just point out the lyric, you're the ledge that's going to be my fall? In Layla's, in Layla's in... song. <laughs> <laughs> I love that song. Yeah. Loving you don't make no sense at all. That describes our relationship with Nashville at this point, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's a complete train wreck, but we still love it. Mm -hmm. It's not a complete train wreck. Yeah. It has its moments. No, I honestly am really feeling positive about this season so far. Um, I like where it's headed. People are happy, which is good. Yeah. I think, okay, I think one place that, one thing that happened that really messed the show up was uh, lead actress getting pregnant. Mm -hmm. And there's really nothing you can do about that. I understand that. Um, there are ways they could have dealt with it that weren't the way that they did deal with it, which I think hasn't worked out great for them 
Yeah. Basically, they had the character get pregnant, which is really a character that you just don't want to see with a baby. She's delicious when she's a complete psycho and going through crazy stuff and ambitious and career driven. And it's just not really a good situation to raise a baby in. Right. Um, Unfortunately, they did decide to have her keep a baby. And then it led to, first of all, all this problematic stuff with everyone kind of assuming she was just going to drop her career and, you know, take care of the baby and go slower and not release albums. But then when Avery had to quit his band to take care of the baby, it was like complete this huge shocker of like, I can't believe what a horrible person Juliet is making Avery quit the quit the band to take care of the baby. You know, it was, it was assumed right. that like, she would do it. Her career is so much more high stake. And right. Yeah. Just the fact that she's the mother, so she should quit her job was right. And it, I don't think the show was trying to say that was sexist. I think the show was actually coming at it from a sexist angle. So but, it was, it was bad. Um, so yeah, basically um, on one hand you have this, the potential to be this really female empowering feminist show but then you kind of drop the ball on that all the time so that's Mm -hmm. one thing this show could really get right but doesn't but it's close (laughs) yeah it's yeah I feel like they could have dealt with the pregnancy situation in ways that like it would have the audience would have just had to play along but I would have preferred that absolutely Like, like She's on tour for a really long time. Or, like, even the thing where she's always just sitting at a table and you can't see her, like, her pregnancy bump. I agree. I agree. Ideal would have been Juliet never got pregnant and they just did their best around the actress. Right. Second best would have been she got pregnant and she gave the baby up for adoption. Yeah. Some very, very lucky couple would have gotten the world's most beautiful, talented baby in the world. (laughs) Yep. I just don't really see why they went with having them keep the baby because it's a complete train wreck. And now it's much less entertaining when a little baby is involved in the train wreck. It's just sad. Yeah. But there's still hope for them to get back together. We'll see. I just feel like I'm getting strung along on this train wreck and I fall for it every time. I know. And I I have my hopes so high this time. And I know it's it's coming. The audience is almost like Avery's point of view, because I'm totally with Avery here. We've seen her appear to be normal time and time again, and then completely crash in like a drug-induced craze. So it's like, how many times are we and Avery supposed to give it another shot? But I always do give it another shot. And so does Avery. Poor guy. Yeah. (laughs) Juliet, please just come through. I know. Just come through. Uh, that's my, like, probably biggest wish for the finale. I also hope Layla finally gets a break. I think Layla is one of the most underappreciated... Both her character and the actress are the most underused, underappreciated on the show. She has one of the biggest voices on the show. She is amazing. Yeah, she's amazing. We saw her live. Seriously, trust us. One of the best voices on the show. Mm-hmm. And she really gets very little screen time. And then she she gets very little character development. She's still kind of this weak little... She, okay, so in the last episode, the way Reyna and uh, Bucky were talking to her was like she was 12. It's like, okay, come on. This girl has been through some pretty serious stuff. Like, her boyfriend just died. Like, let's give her some credit. I think... I don't know. I just wish they had her be more mature... Juliet at that age was 
totally taking care of herself, like if she was crazy, but it wasn't the same level of weak that mm-hmm. Layla's being depicted as. It's kind of annoying. Yeah. Just like turn up the strength notch. Yes. On all the females, really. Really, seriously. <laughs> and and maybe on Avery too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That dude could use some help. Yeah, yeah. If we took a shot every time he cried, we would not make it to the end of any episodes. <laughs> Cries a lot. Yeah. Do you have any more wishes um, before the end of this season? No more new random characters, I'd say. Yes. Let Vita be missing forever. Yeah. Don't care about her. Don't care. Don't really care about Cash and her dad. Um. Just, we love the core existing cast, and there's so many of them already that they don't all get to be in every episode. Mm -hmm. I just focus, I would just focus on them. I agree. You know? Yeah. And and stop bringing in the the new characters. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I wish the kids weren't as bratty as they are. They have a really talented group of kids on this show, but we can't stand them when they're not singing, so that's kind of unfortunate. Yeah. Um, what else? I wish, I mean, obviously my biggest overall wish is just for Juliet and Reyna to get it together and conquer the world together, but that does not seem like it's really on the horizon right now. Yeah. That's, that's the biggest wish though for this show. If this show just did what it promised us in season one, you know, it's time. It's four years later. Mm -hmm. It's time. Like, let's do it. Let's just have them crush it. My theory slash hope is that since they don't know if they're getting renewed for a new season, that they're going to have, like, a conclusive season finale that's going to be happy. But they never know if they're going to be renewed for another season. I don't... This season is just going too happy for me to believe. Maybe. Yeah. All right. All right. I guess we'll see where it goes. Yeah. I guess we will. <laughs> We're going to keep watching. You know, we'll stick with the show as long as it goes, probably. Um, Hopefully make of, another concert. Yeah. Yeah, we highly recommend going to their tour. It's fantastic. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, we're pretty much watching for what it should be, not for what it is, and for the music. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's almost worth it for those two things. These actresses are both still fantastic. And the music's been good every week. Yeah. So, so yeah. Please, Th- Nashville, Nashville writers, if you're listening to this, take what we said and run with it. You don't even have to give us credit. Just go ahead, take our advice, fix it up a little, and we'll, we'll see you in season five. Yep. Bye. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Move Points podcast. You can find us on Twitter. We are at Pod. Or send us an email at moopointspodcast at gmail.com. Our Tumblr page is moopointspodcast.tumblr.com. And we'd love to hear from you about new ideas, questions, or any feedback you may have. Thanks for listening.